Welcome in to Coat Check, the official podcast of the Delaware Bluecoats, the NBA G League affiliate of the Philadelphia 76ers. Coat Check is proudly presented by Land Rover Wilmington. I'm Matt Murphy, back with a special episode this time around, and that's because this one is part of the 7-6 day pod party on the 76ers podcast network. We've got big guests across all of the pods on the network, including Alan Iverson. More details at the very end of this episode here of Coat Check. But without further ado, let's introduce our special guest on Coat Check, and it is Mariel Shayok, 76ers two-way contract player, recently named third-team All-NBA G League, as well as being named to the NBA G League All-Rookie Team. Recording this to kick off the month of July, coming off those G League awards. So, Mariel, what did it mean to you to have your success, the success of your rookie season, rookie professional season, recognized with multiple honors? I mean, it was great. I mean, definitely an honor um, to see that my hard work paid off and the recognition from around the league see that I was one of the better players um, in this league. So definitely something I'm proud of and uh, just a little bit uh, more feel to just keep working hard and, um, and just keep getting better. And the rundown to this episode will be pretty much exactly what we did with Chris Kumaji on our most recent episode. So if you haven't heard that one, go back and check it out. Some really good stuff with Chris, Mariel's teammate in Delaware this year as well. But today we'll talk about this past season, your rookie year, We will also then go into, of course, our healthy lifestyle segment presented by our friends at Christiana Care. Of course, as doctors, nurses, and caregivers, and as neighbors and friends, Christiana Care is a partner in everyone's journey to greater health and well-being. Why do they do it? For the love of health. Visit ChristianaCare.org. From there, we'll talk a little bit about Mariel's background and then hit our at-the-buzzer questions at the end, our standard questions recently pertaining to travel, uniform numbers, and a little bit more. But let's start with this past season. You averaged 23 points a game. In fact, you led all rookies in total points and total field goals made in the G League. What factors helped you transition from the college game to the pro game this year? Really just the work I put in uh, since uh, the season ended last last, uh, March. I'll be able to get in the gym and just start working and uh, really try to get my game and translate to the NBA level. Obviously, the line is the main, the the main focus. Uh, being further out on and from the college line, so just want to get comfortable on that end, and then just keep continuing working on all aspects of my game, and it was able to translate quite well. How were you able to grow your game on the court? Maybe a little more specifically um, in Delaware. Well, with the opportunity to play uh, a lot of minutes and um, have the offense run through me, I was able to. Really, just play play free and um, just um, just really show my work that I put in, and I thank the coaching staff and um, pretty much passed down from the six. It really put me in position to really just show what I could do, and I think I was able to do that. You hit a lot of big shots this year with the Blue Coats, perhaps none bigger than the game winner early March in DC. How many how many times have you done something like that at any level in your career? Hit a, hit a game winning buzzer beater. Buzzer beater has been a while since high school, um, but um, hit a, a few big shots in college. Um, not not right at the buzzers, but that was pretty cool to have one with no time remaining. Uh, that was definitely the first first time in a while. 
What were you thinking with the ball in your hands? I know you had it in your hands in a lot of big moments this year in the G League, but in that game, uh, time ticking down and, and knowing off the inbounds that you're going to have a look. Right. I mean, the game flow was weird. I think uh, we had control of the game the whole game, and I was playing well until like the last like six minutes. I had a few mistakes, a few crucial mistakes, and they used that as momentum and got back in the game. And uh, with that last possession, I remember I just thought myself, like, I really just want to go out there and be confident, forget about whatever happened in the last, whatever, four or five minutes, and just, just really just try to get a shot off and a good look off. And I was pretty confident I was going to go in and did. So it was cool. You and I talked about how you got some advice from 76ers veterans, one of whom uh, is Tobias Harris, but really all the guys. What were some of the things that some of the vets told you that helped you the most this season? Uh, I mean, just to, to really be myself and go out there and just play confident and uh, continue to just win the day and be patient. Um, and then my time will come. And uh, that's what I really try to do, just try to take a day at a time and try to win each day uh, and get better. And, uh, and then I think, I mean, I think it resulted in a pretty good season. And uh, those awards kind of kind of really just show show the work I put in and our trust in the process. We're just going to continue to do that. Um, throughout the end of the season and in my career. You said win the day, and I think that's something you, you kind of identify with. How, how long have you thought of it that way, and where does that come from? Um, really since, I mean, since I got into college and I my, my first year sitting out at Iowa State, um, so much time and so many days before I get to play again, that's really, I really just try to attack it a day at a time and take every day off. I was like a challenge, like almost like it's game day, really just try to max out each day um, and get better that way. What can you take away from Shake Milton's current season with the Sixers? You guys were the same exact draft pick, dominant in the G League as a rookie, and now Shake recently some really bright spots with increased NBA opportunity. What can you take away from his season? Um, that is, I mean, but I'm, I feel like I'm on the right path. I feel like he um, had a really good season the year when he was a rookie and uh, just someone to, look, someone to really like look up to as far as um, his journey. Um, obviously, we have similar journeys, so I just really want to look, look to his journey, see what he did right and what I can learn from, from him, and hopefully I could have the same success that he's having right now. And uh, It's definitely great to see him um, do what he's doing because I know how hard he works, and um, he's definitely a good guy, so he definitely deserves it. So really excited to see what he's doing and hopefully I can get the same opportunity. February 6th at Milwaukee, your first NBA bucket. What was going through your head before that game and then when you made the three? Um, before the game, it's really, it really was just like, I mean, it was, by this time of the season, we were going back and forth with both teams. So it was almost like, um, it's been a long time coming. So I really wanted to go out there and just be myself and an opportunity to, get open shots, shoot them like I usually do. And um, they just play just like another game, just play as hard as possible. Time now for our Healthy Lifestyle segment presented by Christiana Care. A couple of quick hitters here to break things up. And this segment is all about doing things for the love of health. So with that in mind, how has yoga been treating you and how often do you do it? do it every morning. Uh, I really try to start my day with that. Whether it's 10 or 20, 30 minutes, I really try to, get a good stretch, especially when I wasn't able to get in the gym, I was doing that. Um, 
every single morning when I wake up. So it was something that I've always wanted to get into. Um, and now that I had the time with this quarantine, I'm definitely glad I got into it. And let's talk about what's in your fridge. What are some of the go-to, maybe on the healthy side, snacks or drink options that you kind of gravitate towards? Uh, lots of water, lots of Gatorade. I like my orange and apple juices. Um, and then as far as the health, I mean, um, really just getting eating a lot of rice, chicken, lean chicken, a lot of veggies, um, love broccoli, green beans, so stuff like that. And eat a lot of fruit. So they're really just basic food. Transitioning to a little bit about your background and your story is fairly well known, especially by Sixers fans at this point. I mean, they all do the research as soon as you're drafted and now the season in the rear view, your rookie year, at least in the G League not the NBA season, of course, as we record this to kick off the month of July. But let's run through some of this here before we get to our at the buzzer questions. You became the first Ottawa native ever selected in the NBA draft. And we are recording this on Canada Day. So happy Canada Day, by the way. Right. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Happy Canada (laughs) Uh, Day, everybody back home. But when did it kind of all start coming together that making history in that way might be possible? In other words, uh, living out your MBA dream. Right. I mean, it was always, it was always a dream, and I've always been focused on uh, being a professional athlete and playing the NBA since I was a kid. So um, it started way back when, and I just kept, kept working and, and kept chipping away at it um, through all my stops, whether it was high school in Jersey or Virginia and Iowa State, just really try to chip away at it, and uh, eventually I was able to make it. We hear stories of players in all sports especially basketball watching other players on YouTube growing up who were some of those players for you I mean I watched YouTube and the live games I'm a big basketball fan as far as watching the game and studying the game so um I mean, my favorite players always um Kobe um KD I really watched a lot of uh Jason Grady team uh Vince Carter Bunch of, bunch of scoring guards, um, especially in the early 2000s. It was a really exciting time. And going into the mid-2000s, guys like LeBron and D-Wade. Um, I mean, I watched a lot, of, a lot of basketball, so a lot of players. You've talked recently about your journey and your path not being a straight line. Who are some of the people in your life you think of when it comes to those who have helped you on this journey? Um, my family, my family and my high school coaches, um, I really have a tight-knit circle. So I must have four other siblings who are all older, so all stay on me and making sure I'm okay. And then my high school coach in Canada, who I work out with when I'm back home, and my high school coach in New Jersey, who I keep in contact with, and who's now a little bit close by. So uh, those those people are people I really uh, lean on uh, for advice or just to check up on me and then take care of me. So. Yeah, that for sure. More with Mariel Shayok coming up. But first, Nemours Sports Medicine believes that highly personalized one-on-one physical therapy for young athletes is paramount to a speedy and complete recovery. Learn more at Nemours.org slash PT. All right, Mario, let's go at the buzzer before we get you out of here. And I've kind of shifted this around to be somewhat consistent over the last few episodes, even with Chris last week. There's a little bit of a rule for this first one for you because it has to do with travel. And the question is, what was your favorite road city that you played in this season? But the rule for you is that you can't say Mississauga 
Ontario because we know that would be an obvious choice. So what was your favorite road city that you played in this year and why? I would say Westchester. I just like the arena. Um, they had the similar uh, as far as like the dim lights on the in the stands like the garden does and play the same type of music the garden does. So it felt like I was sort of playing in the garden and um, had a pretty good game there and really got me going. So it was, it was definitely a fun place to play. It was a good game. But yeah, definitely Westchester. How many games did you play at the Garden previously? Um, I played in college, um, and I got called up for one. I didn't play, though, but I got called up one this year with the, with the Sixers. Um, and then just watched a few in high school. So always been a big fan of the Garden. In terms of your jersey number, what's the story behind either your current jersey number 35 or your all-time favorite jersey number? Because I know you were a single-digit guy in college. Right. Um, always won three. Um, ever since I was a kid, three has been my favorite favorite number, favorite jersey number. Um, usually, I mean, mainly because of AI and D-Wade were one of my favorite players growing up. And um, and then once I got to Virginia, I was retired, so I, I kind of just went before. Didn't really like it, to be honest, but um, wanted to stay single digits and most numbers are taken. And once I got to Iowa State, I was able to get back three and uh, be myself again. I feel like three is usually my number and obviously getting drafted to the Sixers that's most definitely gone so um I just wanted to keep three in it so I just really just kept that three in there and just went 35. That's funny because Chris said on our previous episode that he had liked 21 growing up and he ends up in Philly and obviously Joel Embiid wearing 21 so he had to switch his as well. Uh, Last one is the fun fact question and I'm not going to make you sing, but you did list your hidden talent as singing uh, during the Blue Coats preseason. So you don't have to sing if you don't want to. But what do no, you like? What do you like to sing, and how long have you been singing for? I like to sing a lot of old school R&B, um, big time old school R&B guy, '90s R&B, um, and then I mean that's pretty much I'm singing in the showers and at home or when I'm messing around. But other than that. Not a public singer like that. Good stuff. We did get a whistle, a live whistling display from Michael Bryson on Coat Check earlier this year because he said he, he, he whistles a lot. But uh, I appreciate the time. It was really good to catch up with you as always. Well done. Appreciate you having me. So thanks again to Mariel Shayok and thanks as always to our listeners. Be sure to check out the other podcasts we released today on the 76ers Podcast Network as part of our 7-6 Day Pod Party. Tom McGinnis chats with Allen Iverson on a special edition of Tom's Talks, and Brian Seltzer, Lauren Rosen, and Devon Givens preview the restart of the NBA season on the broadcast. Once again, he's Mariel Shayok, and I'm Matt Murphy. Until next time, take it or leave it at the Coat Check. (laughs) 